This is Against All Enemies, a show about threats to American democracy. Political violence is on the rise. An alarming percentage of Americans believe they may have to take up arms against their neighbors. Some are already doing so. Against All Enemies highlights the activities of extremist organizations and their enablers. Our goal is to educate, not to alarm. The threats are real. But if we know what we are up against, together we can beat them. When Donald Trump becomes the 47th president of the United States, there will be retribution on all those who have promoted evil in this country. I said that this is a spiritual battle, and I quoted Ephesians chapter 6 and Romans chapter 13, verse 1 through 4. And um, they like to spin it their own way. Uh, Retribution does not mean civil war. It means just punishment. And that's what we subscribe to here, is we subscribe to a legal system that we believe in fair punishment for those who perpetrate evil in this country. There are just two genders in this country. What we see being waged upon the education system is insane. And those dark demonic ideologies, the communist ideology of Karl Marx, in his Communist Manifesto. One of the first principles of Karl Marx's uh, communist ideology was to uh, take away the distinguishment of the sexes. And that's why we see that implemented in China. As soon as communism was implemented, the women all chopped their hair off to have the same exact haircuts as men. And if you go to Shanghai or even Beijing today, it's very much still the same. Amanda Weinstein, you're a PhD, you're an Air Force Academy graduate, you host the hit podcast, The Suburban Women Problem. More importantly, you grew up in a very conservative, am I right to say evangelical Christian family? That's right. So so you can help us parse this kind of rhetoric that we just saw. I grew up in a conservative Christian family as well, so it's not entirely alien to me. But seeing it in our politics is new. The way Christian nationalism has been weaponized by a political party is new. And I'm wondering how it makes you feel. Yeah, I mean, this is a trend that's been going on for decades and decades. And it's just gotten to a level where now we can see how extreme it really is. It's a little bit like the frog in right, boiling water, right? We have been that frog in that boiling water. And we now are like, ouch, it's hot in this pot. What is going on with all of these evangelicals uh, really saying some pretty extreme stuff, very intertwined with politics? And it's just the point where it is very noticeable now because it's at a level where it's easy to see. Why is transphobia such a, a focus? I mean, it's even tied to communism and haircuts in China. I, I think it might just be the flavor of the moment. You, you attack uh, the the most visible, vulnerable victim of the day. But, but I'm trying to figure out why, in all of this this hateful rhetoric, the bigotry towards trans people comes up again and again and again. To me, it's pure politics and not religion. It just happens to be that's how politics is influencing that religion. Even if you look at abortion, if you look at the Baptist church decades ago, they actually had no issue with abortion initially. It wasn't until political figures told them they should have an issue. We're like, okay, now I think we do have an issue, right? So this is really politics interjecting itself into religion is what we're seeing. The reference to dark, demonic 
ideologies really does cast this as a spiritual battle, not just a political battle, not a battle over differing policy ideas, but kind of a a fight to the to the existential death, like a, a fight over the soul uh, of of the country. I mean, this is interesting if we really think about what the soul of this country is and what it was founded on, right? It was founded on freedom of religion, meaning that very much our first, you know, pilgrims here were very religious people. But part of why they came here is because they didn't have the freedom to practice the religion that they did over in England. And I think it's interesting when we think about the soul of this country is very much people wanting to practice their own religion. And we have a constitution that says people should be able to do that, which also means you don't have the right to force your religion on someone else, which is where it has gotten to them now, this extreme intertwining of religion and politics. I don't think you can disentangle this rhetoric about retribution and just punishment from the conspiracy theories that now weave their way through Republican politics, because you don't have to read too closely between the lines to see that when someone like this pastor is talking about punishment and retribution, these are dog whistles for conspiracy theories like QAnon and pedophilia rings uh, within the Democratic Party and things like that. I mean, conspiracy theories are one of the foundational pillars of this retributive politics argument. I mean, it's interesting to hear about this retribution and it makes me nervous because on whole, most likely a lot of people hear those conspiracy theories and even if they believe them, they don't act on them on whole, on average. However, not everyone is average. And as we have seen in this country, there are plenty of people who will act on these conspiracy theories. And that does make me serve, make me nervous when we see the people who act on these conspiracy theories which eventually is what we saw with January 6th, where enough people acted on a massive conspiracy theory that the election was fraudulent. And it's hard for me to hear him say that retribution doesn't mean civil war. You know, it just means just punishment. Excuse me, I'm confused because the traitor's insurrection sure, sure seemed like, you know, a civil war you guys were trying to start on January 6th. Hi, everyone. I want to give a big shout out to all those who have signed up to support this show through my Patreon page. We are off to a fantastic start. Thank you for making it possible. And if you haven't subscribed, I hope you'll consider it. In the coming months, I'll be posting early and exclusive content, including a trailer for the Against All Enemies documentary film, which has been racking up awards at film festivals around the world and will soon be released here in the U.S. Stand by for more details on that. And if you're a subscriber to my Patreon page, be on the lookout for an early preview. Thanks again, everyone. We also have to acknowledge that, at least within the Republican Party, the extremists control the argument. They're the ones shifting the Overton window. It operates in a much healthier fashion in the Democratic Party, where the extremists are either ostracized um, or reeled back in and, and mentored. But in, in the Republican Party, the extremists, and I'll just point to the ones who led the charge on January 6th, are now being referred to as hostages, as political prisoners. 
as martyrs and heroes. I don't know that there's a better example of extremism moving the Overton window and making things that were out of bounds at one point seem normal, and in this case, even heroic. It's just really backwards. No, and there's a huge contrast between extremists who want to hold peaceful protests that maybe some people don't agree with versus extremists who want to overthrow our entire government, right? They, these are just not not the same. And they're also not the same in that, you know, when you're protesting for something, for an idea, for a value, for something you want changed versus this extreme intertwining of religion and politics gets very dangerous, especially when you see, uh, like we saw the, with the previous president, when you're using parts of government to enforce something that is based on a particular religion and their worldview. Well, that's what we should be most concerned about. Rhetoric is one thing. It's an indicator. But the real threat is, is when these ideas become policy and when the next Trump administration decides to make good on these promises to use scripture as as a primary source for government policy to use the instruments of government to persecute and punish political enemies eventually enough of this kind of rhetoric piled on top of itself becomes policy absolutely but i mean i don't think people stop and think about the mental gymnastics that these people have to do right to hear about a scripture that literally at the beginning starts with a man being made in a binary God's image and then a woman being made from male DNA ribs. And somehow they're saying that the very first people in the Bible weren't somehow non-binary, like who knows what that even was, right? Even in the very Bible, the like very beginning of the Bible. So like even thinking about trans and what's in the Bible, then let's come to how the Bible talks about immigrants, how the Bible talks about the poor. I see none of their policies matching how the Bible talks about immigration, how should how we should treat immigrants or how we should treat the poor. I would actually welcome if they had policies based on the Bible more. I just don't see any of their policies as actually based on the Bible by and large. How does that happen? We've had some pastors on this show who have asserted with some evidence that in today's Republican Party, when confronted with the choice between choosing your tribe and choosing your faith, people more often tend to choose their their tribe. But that's that's sort of a, a superficial observation. I'm wondering about the mental gymnastics, as you put it, that go into that. How is party affiliation, tribal affiliation, a more cohesive bond than faith. I think that has been the most unsettling thing for pastors and priests across this country that some are speaking out about, but many are not. I think a lot of them thought they had more sway over their congregation than they actually do. And it turns out a lot of pastors and priests have a lot less sway than they thought. And it is not pastors and religion influencing politics. It is politics really, I think, influencing the religion more. And that's what you see when you see pastors who then have taken this on and are now championing things that are not in the Bible and that are not biblical and have no biblical founding. And you see them not talking at all about how we treat immigrants or how we treat the poor. That is 100% realizing where power really was and power was in government. It wasn't within the church. 
And that power has just gone down to the church and influenced the church, many churches, not all churches, but influenced many churches and what they talk about. How important is the figurehead, the embodiment of, of this uh, cultish devotion? And I'm talking about Trump, of course. Is he essential to maintaining this fanaticism? Or if, if he loses at the polls, if something else happens, will they just move on without him? Uh, man, I think that is the question. Does this go away in a few years when, you know, age runs its course and Trump is no longer part of the equation? Uh, and I think it, I think it will change things, but I think that that is still a big part of the equation where he just hit on something in people that they wanted to see and we're going to see it mimicked and we are seeing it mimicked by a lot of other politicians. I'm afraid you might be right on that. Um, we will, we will see. <laughs> Obviously we have the, the near term crisis of defeating him at the polls in 2024. Uh, what are you working on at the suburban Moon problem podcast? We just had Aaron Reed on speaking of trans. So Aaron Reed is a trans advocate and we got to hear from her on her work that she is doing to advocate for our trans rights and to really talk about what we mean by gender affirming care. There are a lot of conspiracy theories out there about gender affirming care. And it's important that we talk about what that actually looks like so that we can actually stop picking on people who are essentially being persecuted by the Republican Party. Awesome. Amanda, we'll put a link in the show notes. Thanks as always. Thanks, Ken.